every time I meet somebody, every time I, you know, I get to uh, talk to somebody, I say, okay, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What's your plan? You know what I mean? Because I want everybody to own their stuff. Mm-hmm. I want everybody to be able to support their other generations down, down their, their grandkids, their kids' kids, their grandkids' grandkids, like from generations on as generational wealth. I'm trying to create generational wealth, not only for myself, but everybody around me. Everybody who eats with you. Is, if I make a bunch of millionaires around me, mm-hmm. I can never fall off. Mm-hmm. We lit. We here, baby. We live and direct. A1 Live Podcast. We here, we lit, and we live. And I got songwriter, artist, producer, pianist, uh, entrepreneur, businessman. Big facts. All around, you know what I'm saying? All around dope individual. You feel me? Uh, Preach 700. Thanks for uh, thanks for going live with me, G's. Uh, it's definitely a pleasure, brother. Definitely a pleasure. Yeah, man. Yeah, I know. You know. I appreciate you for taking time out of your Saturday, you know what I'm saying, sit down and link up with me, bro. I know we, I've been going back and forth with your manager trying to get you fit in, and I appreciate you for, you know, just just taking the time out and, you know what I'm saying, chopping it up with a brother, you feel me? Oh, yeah, it's all good, brother, whatever you need. Yeah, for sure. Let's get straight off into it, man. Talk about the mindset behind MBK, My Brother's Keeper. What was the mindset behind the record? Who produced it? And, you know what I'm saying, Walk me through that. Okay, so my brother's keeper, the mindset of my brother's keeper is basically at the time and right now, we were still going through like police brutality. And um, I wanted to tell my other brothers out there that I'm not your enemy. I'm not against you. I'm not against us. I'm for us. And sometimes people are brainwashed to think that, you know, we against each other, and that's what they want us to do. They want us to pit each other against each other, so it make it seem like I'm better than you, or you better than me, and people get jealous. And I just said, man, listen, I'm my brother's keeper. I'm with you. We need to stand together, and uh, together we're stronger. When we're divided, we're weak, and people miss that concept because everybody wants to be the chief. Everybody wants to be the big dog, you know. But don't nobody want to do, you know, be the soldier. So I'm like, man, listen, we're going to be soldiers. We're going to stand together. We're going to fight together. And we're going to make sure we get what's coming to us. That's where my brother's keeper came from. Absolutely. And they're doing big numbers, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, did you, did you, like, when you, when you making songs like that, do you, do you pick the production? Like, do, like how much of your creativity or your mindset going to picking the production, picking the, picking who do the video, the video treatment, like how much of that? is all preach. You know what I'm saying? It, listen, it's my videos and my songs are already visions in my head. Okay. So what I do is I pick the right people that could bring the vision that I have in my head to reality so the world can see it in mm-hmm. the best view. So with my brother's keeper, I had um, one of my friends, uh, Flight uh, 1424, uh, John John. He's a great, great, great videographer. And uh, I told him what my vision was, and he does. He don't shoot regular videos. He don't like to shoot like the average in the kitchen hood videos with everybody with guns and all in the that. yard. 40 in the yard, years. you know the same video that everybody else got. He don't like shooting stuff like that. Everything that we shoot, it has to be a story. It has to mean something. It has to have you know something behind it. So I told him what I wanted to do. I let him hear the song. Um, Elevated Studios is where that was shot at. Um, let's see, uh, Joey produced it from Elevator Studios. He produced, uh, My Brother's Keeper. He took a sample from the movie Ghost. Yeah. Of all movies. He took yeah. a sample from Ghost and flipped it. And I was like, when I heard the beat, I was like, ooh. Yeah, you make one of them faces, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> ooh, face it. <laughs> I don't mess with it. But, um, they brought the visual to life. And I and I put it out there to let people know that I that I stand with you no matter what. Well, well, let's get a little bit of background, uh, preach. Like, uh, where you from originally? Okay, so I was born in San Francisco, California, raised in Fairfield, California, seven oh seven, the Bay Area. 
Dope, dope, dope. Like how much of how much of that, like how much of uh growing up in the Bay Area and being in those surroundings, how much of, the, of that has influenced like the artists that you are, the artists that you were, even let's let's take out the artist, the person that you are and the artist that you are right now. Like how much of that, you know, surrounding um influence like what you write, your pin game, how you move in life. You follow mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So basically, like the Bay Area is its own it's like a whole different world you know what i mean from like people seeing california when you think of california they first think of like la hollywood all that so in northern california southern california, it's like two different states you know what i mean it's two different worlds two different worlds um, the the bay area the 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 culture of the bay area it, it influences the way we write the way we move the beats we pick um what we say, our language. Uh, you know, I'm from the Bay. I say hella. People be like, "What's hella?" A lot yeah. of hella. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we yeah. say, we go dumb. You know, yeah. that's just that's the same thing as the South getting high, getting crunk. You know what I mean? We we getting Absolutely. high, all that stuff. But um, we have so much to say, so much talent out there. Um, it really affects everything that we do because we want to make sure that we're representing where we come from correctly. Mm-hmm. Now, my genre of music. I can write any type of music. I can write country, rock, pop, R&B, rap, yeah. whatever. I can go bar for bar. I can go for melodies, whatever it is, I can write it. But in everything that I do, no matter how big I get, no matter how many things I accomplish, I always let people know I'm from a small city, Fairfield, California, and that's what I represent. Is that where you get your hustle from? Because you know the Bay, that's what they known for too. You know that that whole that whole that whole area. Y'all known for the hustle. Is that where the, you the independent hustle? Now we watch people like the E forties and the Two Shorts, the Mad Dre's. We watch them and we see their hustle. Even P, because that's where he oh, he P learned his right. hustle from from being over there. P was in Richmond. P, people don't even be knowing that P started No Limit Records in Richmond, California, because he had a record shop called No Limit Records. And yep. he was uh, messing with a, a producer, K. Lou. Shout out to K. Lou from Richmond, California. Um, the, but P got the game from St. Charles. Mm-hmm. And you and uh, you'll hear E40 said a lot. I got the game from my uncle St. Charles. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And that's where P got it from. And so P came down to the Bay Area, got that Bay Area independent game, that independent hustle and slang that we got, and and he ran with it. That's what it was. He he ran with it. So that hustle is in us. It's not on us. We was born with it. Yeah. That's the type of Bay Area hustle. Yeah. When you and and, and you speaking about a, a lot of these dope legends and dope uh dope MCs and even 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 not just dope artists but street legends too. Is it almost automatic? Growing up in that 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 area, that scenery, that you gonna come across like the street life, or is that a misconception? It's not. It's, okay, so it depends on where you where you grow up at, but ninety nine percent of the time, you gonna come across the streets. You know, especially being in the Bay Area, man. Like spots is tough. It gets real rough. I mean, me like like I said, I was born in San Francisco, California. I went to school out there. I was uh, I was living in I lived in Oakland, California. I lived in Richmond, California. I lived all over the Bay. So it gets real tough. The streets is right there in front of you. You got to think. You got you can sit there and go to school, or you could be on the block hustling. Cause yeah. all the hustlers is pulling up in and and you know in the old schools with the rams and the beach yeah. slapping. Yeah. You know, and it, and it's enticing. You see people with the chains. You know, yeah. you see people. You know, grills. All that stuff is enticing the girls. Uh, and um, it makes you want to say, school, why would I want to go do that? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, why would yeah. I want to whoop when I can sit yeah. here and take way more when money? When I can have this right now. My family is starving. My mom needs food. I need to put food on the table for my little brothers and sisters. It gets like that, and that can swallow you up. And you have some people like the Damian Lillers that have come, uh, the, 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 uh, the, uh, the, the Damian Lillers, the, who else was uh, came out the Bay Area? Uh, uh, Jason Barrett in the uh, San Francisco 49ers, like you got people that come out and they still go above and beyond and they make it through. But that's because they got hustlers that see the talent of the youngsters and be like, nah, you ain't, you can't, you can't be out here. You're not that's- doing this. You, you, you go do something else. Like we go got this. School. You got too much talent to be out here. Go yeah. to school. And, and it took those hustlers 
you know, those OGs that had the game and knew that that, that street life wasn't for them to, to keep them in check. You feel me? And yeah. they and I look at them, you know, they, they said big stars. Absolutely. You 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 mentioned something. You said uh, I can I can I can do a I can I can break out a country music song. You know I can write some R and B. You know what I'm saying I can do a, a a trap record. I can do a melodic record. But it's almost like your music is like a. You still speak for the streets. It's like a street gospel. Like like you know what I'm saying. I call How it a ghetto gospel. How did you develop that sound, bro? Like, what was that always? Was that always the vision, or did you develop that over over time? Talk about developing your sound and how did that come about? Okay, so I break down how, where I even got my name from. So when I was a kid, um, I used to be kicked out. I used to be sleeping on the streets and stuff. And my my auntie, she said, if you want to come, you feel me? If you want to come stay at my house, you got to go to church. And, and she said that to everybody, you know what I mean? And I was like, man, I don't want to go dang on church so i you know i would i would fight it and then one day i was like i was cold i didn't have nowhere to go it was too cold I'm like man i'd rather just go to church than sit yeah. out here at night and yeah. uh i went to church and i you know I, I started getting heavy into church with her she was an evangelist and uh when i was just a little kid I'm, I'm sitting there preaching to everybody they were like oh that's that little preacher boy right there that's yeah. that preacher boy and, and for some reason it stuck with me you know, I never left the fact of the matter that that I still want to speak the truth. I still want to speak a, a ghetto gospel. I want people to hear my story. I was always told to shut up when I was a kid. That's mm -hmm. in school, at home, everywhere I go, they told me to shut up. I couldn't speak. So now that I have a platform, I'm able to speak to the masses. I give a voice to the voiceless. Mm -hmm. So that's where my ghetto gospel comes in. The streets is my pulpit. So that's that I bring the truth from what we see and what we experienced and what we mm -hmm. go through and let people know this is what, what, what it is for real, for real, not the fake stuff that everybody keep telling you about. Absolutely. Pre and, 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 and now we have it preach. You <laughs> feel me? Now we have it preach 700 and that birthed out of that. You, you, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned being homeless, you know, uh, you went from homeless to, you know what I'm saying? You, you got a post to say, my life is a movie. From home, from a homeless kid to prison to multi-business owner, mm -hmm. talk about like going through that that process of going through being homeless because it's it's a kid that that a look up to preach like, all right, he made it out. How can I make it out? Talk about that process of your mindset of going through that and how were you able to keep going? You follow what I'm saying? Like how were you able to just keep going and not giving up? Like, so basically, I always knew I was born to be great. That's the crazy thing. Like, even when I was like seven years old, I knew that I was supposed to be great because I never fit in with what everybody else was doing. Mm -hmm. So no matter the trials and tribulations I was going to, I didn't understand it at the time that me sleeping outside, you know, um, going through the things that I was going through. Like, I, like my manager, which is one of my best friends in the whole wide world, this guy would sneak me into his house and get in trouble. You know, you know, or he'll sneak out some food for me or I go have to steal some food, steal clothes like that type of struggle at that age. It was basically preparing me to be able to once I got past it, I can help somebody else get out of it because I'm an example. Mm -hmm. I'm a living example mm -hmm. of what you can actually do when you actually put your mind to it. I, people say that all the time. You can do whatever you put your mind to, but I'm a living example of it. Absolutely. You, 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 a testament. Like, you I'm know what I'm saying? I'm a living testament to you can do whatever you want to do. All you have to do is put your mind to it and put your grind to it. People like some people want things, but they don't want it. They don't want to work for it. They don't want to grind for it. They want it. They want the microwave. They want it right now. I need it right I now. Right now. But I'm going to tell you this, brother. I've been through so much. And to make it to where I'm at right now, yeah. I can yeah. never look back. I can't. Ain't, I, ain't no going back. back. <laughs> I don't even have no rearview mirrors on. I'm just going forward. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going forward. God keep elevating me. Right now, I got the Midas touch. Everything I'm touching right now is gold, boom, gold and platinum. Everything I'm doing right now is just working out because... The hard work and the dedication that I put into it, the hard work of my team that's mm -hmm. helping me. God brought around people that was like that saw the dream that I saw. You know, mm -hmm. everybody can't see the dream that you got. You tell people and they say it's too much. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, oh, no, you ain't going to never do that. You're you know thinking I mean? too big. Right. Oh, the people that I got around me, I spoke my dream 
and to existence and they were right there and saying, oh yeah, you can do that. We're going to do it together and we're doing it right now. And that, and that's important because a lot of people don't don't realize it's not it's not all about it, it it's about having that dream but it's also important the people that you have surrounding you that like if you if you got them if you got them guys that's just they don't see it because they don't either they don't want to see it or they don't want to see it because you might leave them or whatever the reason might be. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if you got that crew of supporters, I don't care if it's three people. You follow what I'm saying? But as long as you got that crew of supporters, it's easy because y'all going to lift each other up. We gonna, if, 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 if we got to split a hot dog, bro, we splitting a hot dog. You get this half. I get, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't even eat mustard. You take the mustard side. Right. You follow what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's so that's exactly. hella dope, bro. 700 Global, bro. How did that form? And uh, what's the mission statement for? Uh, 700 Global. Okay, so 700 Global. People need to understand this. People ask about 700 Global a lot. Okay, so 700 Global. If you look at the basis of 700, I'm going to tell you who it first started with. There's a, a artist from my city. His name is Ice Mead. Shout out to Ice Mead. Shout out to all BFA. They're they doing their thing. Um, but he had the, the idea of 700 Global. And uh, I came home. I, I did a, a bid in the joint. I came home and I seen the 700 Global and I said, man, I need to be a part of this. Like, I need to be into this. And he was like, run with it. Whatever you're going to do, run with it. It's good. You got it. Mm -hmm. So I just ran with it. The 700 stands for where I'm from. So 707 is our area code. That's that's Vallejo, Fairfield, Vacaville, all the surrounding cities. The 707 is the area code. So when people be like, yeah, I keep it 100. Now we keep it 700. We from the cell. 700 yeah. all of us from the cell just bringing it to the to the globe. That's why 700 global. It's not just 700 out here, it's 700 for the world. So I Absolutely. want anybody to see what we doing, what we building and, and um and partner with that. You feel me? That's what the 700 and, and, and that go back to and that go back to what you said as far as you know seeing the vision further than what anybody can see cuz you didn't just say I'm 700 block I'm 700 global. You follow what I'm saying? I'm hey. like, like we 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 taking this further than the eyes can see. You follow what I'm saying? It's, it's bigger. Than, it's bigger than what they think, man. It's bigger yeah. than that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, and and you and you got to post it right behind you. I was gonna ask you about nice and slow. Oh, big yeah. record, big big record, big big hit. You follow me? Uh, you got uh, greedy boy Fred producing on it. Greedy boy, for shout out to Greedy boy Fred, man. That's my little you cousin. You follow, you follow me. Like, uh, talk about that record. Like, was it was, was you uh laid up with somebody special when you came up with that? Uh, talk about that record. <laughs> hey, that I ain't gonna lie, I slept on that record for a minute. Greedy boy Fred. Okay, so I was like, I need, I need this sample. I need this sample. And the thing about Greedy boy Fred, he's such a great producer that that anything I say, I need. He'll just send it, boom, and it's just hard. But when he sent the first version, I was like, that's dope, but that ain't it. We got to do something to it. We got to flip something to it. And he and he started putting little things to it, and it just came out amazing. And after I, even after I got the beat, I sat on it for a while. I was like, "How? what can I do to this beat? Like, this so hard. What can I do to it? And... um. I just thought of experiences, you know what I mean? Just just being out in the bay, you know, hollering at girls, because that's our thing, man. We play yeah, us out you here. Know <laughs> so I just thought about, you know, just hollering at girls and, and, and just having a good time, yeah. like a, a summer vibe. Yeah. And um, the lyrics literally just came, like I think I wrote the song in like maybe like 15 minutes, took maybe like 40 minutes, 30 minutes to record. And now, right now, we sat on the record for about, damn, maybe two years. Just sat on it. Like, I got a hundred and some records recorded that I'm just sitting on right now. And I was just like, my boy was like, hey, you need to release this music. I don't want to hear nothing else. You need to release this music. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. Let's go for it. And uh, we released six songs. And, and, and out of the six songs, Ice and Slow is just going crazy they got it yeah, all over yeah. the radio right now shout out to my dj dj calvin dj calvin putting in that work making sure that the record is being broke correctly um everything is good with that record that record is is, is doing what i needed to do right now um, all the djs that's going hard on it shout out to them uh I'm, I'm happy i'm real happy and i can see 
that it's like the snowball effect. It started mm-hmm. real small, and the more Keith Rollins getting bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. Absolutely, and then some some records some records are timeless in that way to where it don't matter when it it don't matter when it's bubble is gonna bubble and it ain't gonna stop bubbling. You follow what I'm saying? Ah. Like some records are just them ones. You got them gems. You mm-hmm. you got them certain ones that's just gonna go regardless to what you. And, you hey, and then royalty checks coming in on that thing. So I'm like, <laughs> you follow what I'm saying? <laughs> Talk about you got to pop your car. You from you from, you from that way. You feel you gotta, bro. Uh, okay, so preach. Street life. You follow what I'm saying. Homeless. Had to go sit down, and now you talk about now you getting royalty checks. What's your proud proudest moment of your career? Whew. I'm gonna be honest. Okay, so it, it ain't even really in my career. It's just in life in general. So I went from the kid that uh that that I didn't I didn't really deal with a lot of people growing up. I was I was by myself most of the time, right? And and it's like the proudest moment of my life is being able to take care of my family. Like Christmas, everybody is looking for me on Christmas. Cause Christmas I'm coming with the best gifts. I'm able to take care of um my family and other people's families. You know what I mean? So they don't never, they're kids and, and they don't never have to go through the things that I went through. So that's Absolutely. that's definitely one of my proudest moments. Let, can, can I go back early with you a little bit, Preach? Rock, let's go. What, what what first got you into music? When did you start writing? Like, when did you, like, you know what I'm saying? What first got you into, like, saying, okay, I want to be an artist? Like, you follow what I'm saying? This is what I want to do. For my career, I, I, don't, I don't see myself working for nobody. I don't see myself like I want to be the voice for the people. I literally, oh, I, I, my mom found something that I had from the third grade, and it said that, oh, when I grow up, I'm gonna be a singer. You know what I mean? Like I've always, this was always the dream. I mean, you know, we played hoop, we played ball. You know what I mean? And you know, it's like, oh, we can go to the NBA or the NFL, something like that, but. Music was literally always there. My it brother was always the end game. Okay, it was always the end game. My brother was doing music. Shout out to uh, the hospital man. That's uh, my brother. He's doing his thing. You know, he got his he got his label out there. Um, but uh, he was doing his rapping first, and I would see what he was doing, and we was in competition. I was like, I know I can do it better. I know I can. Do it <laughs> but we recording on the karaoke machine. We got the beat playing on another uh, radio, and we got the tape in the karaoke machine. See tapes, you see, I'm telling my age. So you we got me? in the karaoke machine, and we would hold the microphone and rap our bars near the, the uh, other speaker, the other radio, so the beat was playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And I was seeing him and all the friends. Everybody was Stay doing here, bro. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from the Midwest, so me and my cousin, same way. We in the basement with the karaoke machine, Mike. Over the uh, over the pole, over the uh, the uh, whatever whatever type of poles was in the you basement. Back on the mic. You follow what I'm saying? Had it had it over that boy. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so, so I understand. You, you, I understand. The struggle is real. Like, but we did. The thing is, the hunger at being so young, we were so hungry mm-hmm. to be heard and to create that we used whatever we had around us. To make something happen. Like mm-hmm. kids nowadays, they got it so sweet. They got it so easy. We didn't even have like the internet how it is. There was no YouTubes and, and IGs and none of that. And, and we really had to grind it out. We was making our own CDs and passing our CDs out. I was a newspaper. I sold 1,500 uh, copies of my CD that I pressed up myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called a Thug's Testimony. When I was like 15 years old, 14 years old, they put me in a, um, they put me in a newspaper for it. I was selling copies hand to hand, five dollars, and the support was there. And you know, my brother, like my whole city, was doing it. Everybody was just making music, record. Once we was able, because we didn't even have our own beats at the time, we were just doing instrumentals, whatever we could find. So once we were, we learned how to record ourselves. It was just on from from there. Like so, so when did when did when did the when did the instruments when did the uh piano come and play? Were you were they both hand in hand? Did you play? Cause cause like for me, I learned how to play uh keyboard piano when I was eight years old. Mom's put a keyboard in front of me. I started off uh playing by ear. I had a, the radio next to me, and then whatever came on, I'm whoa 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 whoa. You see what I'm saying? What came first for you? Like how did how did the uh 
piano came in? Was it because of lack lack of producers? Like, talk about that a little bit. So, it was when we got the the FL Studio, like the old 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 ones. Like we had the demo version, like the first but yeah. <laughs> so really? we had the demo version. The FL Studio was uh, I80 Productions, the twins. So back in the day, we were called Bloodline. It was all of us together. But uh, I80 Productions, we were at, her, at their house, and uh, we put the, the demo version on there, and we would try to make, like, little beats. When we hear them now, we'd be laughing, like, damn. What <laughs> but, but in reality, at the time, we were, we were all trying to be, like, the Just Blaze, the Kanye West. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was trying to be the boy. <laughs> we thought we was up to something. And um, we had a keyboard. And I can, you know, but it wasn't until like to actually learn uh, music theory and and actually learning chords and progressions um, that didn't happen until I was locked up. When I was in the joint, when I was in federal prison, I sat there and they had a piano room and uh, it was another artist um, named Smoke from North Carolina. Shout out to Smoke. Um, he was playing. And then I started messing around with it. And then another guy came and was like, let me teach you how to do scales so he taught me how to practice and every day for like two three hours a day i was doing scales like just back to back to back to back to back and so i was like you know what i think i can you know put together some chords so i do a chords i started doing chord progressions then i started writing to it and i was like damn i can play it. i don't even have to look at it oh this is easy now mm -hmm. i'm writing i'm writing the uh the the before I made it, so I'm writing uh, my brother's keepers. Mm -hmm. I'm writing these type of songs just off of me playing piano mm -hmm. and just remembering them and writing down my chords. I didn't even know how to write sheet music at the time, so I would just write down A sharp, B minor, and then put in like a two count or whatever. Like and, and and when I came home, then it was on because now I have access to everything. I can play. Mm -hmm. Whenever, however, writing songs every day, waking up like out my sleep in, in a dream, cause I get songs in dreams sometimes. So when mm -hmm. I when I wake up, I just stay true to whatever that song is that I dream, whether it was a pop song, whether it was a song that sounded like it was for Taylor Swift or whatever. I just write it. I just do it. I never question it. It's like when I'm told to do something, like when God, I believe it's God. Mm -hmm. God's telling me to do something for somebody. Mm -hmm. I don't ever question it. Ever question? I just do it. Just I do just, it. I just stay. I just stay obedient. You got to do it and trust. Stay obedient and trust. You know what I'm saying? Faith. That's where the faith come in. At. I just trust the process. I ha it hasn't failed me yet. It hasn't failed me yet. And then like the same thing with the songs. I don't try to put extras to it. I just do exactly how I dreamed it. And uh, man, it's it's a blessing, especially to be able to jump on the keys and and play how you want to. Especially when dealing with producers and saying, "Hey, I want this beat." Some guys go there and they can't tell the producer how they want the beat. I can sit there and go ahead and play the beat. Okay, I want it like this. Boom, 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 boom. And then they throw on the beat. Like I got a producer, um, Pluto, Pluto Beats. Pluto got he is one of the most talented producers in Atlanta. I'm talking about this dude. Is, is, that, is that one of your go-to producers? If you ain't on the track, is that one of your go-tos? I got I got two go-tos, and and I've got hits with these two go-tos. They don't never fail me. It's Greedy Boyfriend, and they be battling. They don't even know they battling. They <laughs> so it's Greedy Boyfriend from the Bay Area, boom. And then in Atlanta, we got Pluto Beats. I'm talking about like those are always go-tos to okay. all the songs, like Nice and Slow. And then I got songs like "We'll Go Nice and Slow." That's Pretty Boy Fred. Then you got "Bless My Trap," and that's that's Pluto. Like they just be going at it with the beats. Cause I got other producers that I'll, I'll deal with and I and I'll work with. Like I I80 Productions, they they throw out a hit every once in a blue moon with me. But really, those two are the main two guys that I hit every time I hear a beat in my head, and they can always deliver. You uh you brought up you know. Uh, Cause you a writer, you know, you make your own. Like, like you, you, even like you just said, uh, I go to a producer and I tell them how I wanted to sound, and then and then you brung up, uh, you know, you get your royalties. Mm -hmm. Can you explain to to artists out here because there's a lot of artists out here that think that I'm gonna just rap and and forget having my business straight. Can you explain how important that is to have your business right so you can get this bread? Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's they don't understand like the music business people forget the business part 
of the music industry. So what happened with me was I was signed when I was like 15, 16, I was signed to KMG, which is Keen Music Group. And uh, the CEO of that was Antoine Keen. Um, and that's who showed me, you know, another side of music, like actually traveling, actually doing shows. It's not just locally type things. You're meeting people. I'm meeting the Rihannas and everybody. Um, but they jerked me out of everything. Yeah. They own my masters. I didn't own nothing that I was recording. I didn't even own the house that I was living in. Didn't mm. own the cars, no nothing. So when it all came down to it, they took all the songs that I had wrote and produced and all that stuff and they gave it to other artists. You know what I mean? So I started studying music business so I can never let that happen again and understand mm -hmm. like how to own my own masters and uh, how to receive my publishing, how to get signed up for ASCAP and, and uh, get my copyrights and all that stuff down packed to where I can't ever get jerked again. Um, it's so it's so important that these kids and these new artists understand that you have to study music business to get your bread because somebody will come and take your song and you will never be able to prove that it was your original song and they're making all the money off of it. And you sitting there broke and trying to figure out how are they making all this money off my music? Sometimes I even tell them like stop uh, unless you would have already uh Got your business, got your business right for the little samples you putting out on the net. Stop even putting them out on the net, cause as yeah. soon as you you, you follow what I'm saying, sometimes I I tell them even that, like stop putting your little samples that you ain't even recorded yet on the net, cause all it take. And then now you one of these artists this this like uh the, the 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 person that was coming for uh Cardi saying that that he made the uh. The you follow what I'm saying? So you had them people that, yo, I, that's similar to something I made. Well, you probably shouldn't have put it out there. Cause like, even if that's true, let's say, I don't want to say it is cause shout out to Cardi. I want to say it is. And she put her own word, but even if it's true, whose fault is that kind of like, right. you, you, should, <laughs> you protected yourself, but I ain't going to say no names. I ain't going to say no names. I ain't going to put no celebrities. You can come on. We here. Right, but listen, <laughs> listen, I've seen and heard, I've seen with my own eyes big boy celebrities and they hearing certain tunes and then they taking it and the producers are remaking the beats and they're taking the, the flow and they're taking songs and these songs are charts. Yeah, yeah. Billboard, Billboard. Billboard, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can never, I can, I can never. That's why here at 700 Global, we make sure that we're protected all the way around. Anybody we deal with, any song we do, I'm making sure that I'm breaking bread with anybody correctly. My business, the, I'm going to tell you this, my legacy is so important to me. Mm -hmm. You feel me? My morals, my code of conduct is so important to me. I cannot do bad business with nobody. Anybody mm -hmm. who ever comes across me is always going to say, you know what? I got to eat. I got to eat with Preach. Mm -hmm. He was always mm -hmm. a solid dude. Always. Mm -hmm. And that's very, very, very important to me. Like, my face card is is very important. It has to be like better than American Express anytime I pop up. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and and going back to, you know, the imprint 700 Global, I just want to keep putting that out there because, you know, that's a, that's a hell of an imprint. Um, you you come across like the type of person that even after I get done doing this, I'm like I got several things going on. Like like what's the end game? So let let's say okay, yeah I don't put the pen down, but I might want to get into movie production. Like I might want to like like what what's some other aspirations that uh preach might tap in and 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 add on to his resume, his you know his long resume already. Right. So I'm a, I'm gonna let the people know. I have a commercial cleaning business. Mm -hmm. I have a dog kennel. We breed teacup poodles. And we have the 700 Global. But 700 Global is just, it's just the parent. Okay. 700 Global is the parent, and it's going to birth all these babies of all these other different businesses. Every time I meet somebody, every time I, you know, I get to uh, talk to somebody, I say, okay, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What's your plan? You know what I mean? Because I want everybody to own their stuff. Mm -hmm. I want everybody to be able to support their other generations down, down their, their grandkids, their kids' kids, their grandkids' grandkids, like from generations on as generational wealth. I'm trying to create generational wealth, not only for myself, but everybody around me. 
Everybody who eat with you. Is, if I make a bunch of millionaires around me, mm-hmm. I can never fall off. Mm-hmm. I can't fall off. You, you ain't going to sit at the table and then all the kids at the table eating and you're the only one with the plate. Like, <laughs> I, There's no way. Because then now they looking at you like, okay, they waiting on the crumb to fall. They- <laughs> right. well, that, that breeds like envy mm-hmm. and jealousy mm-hmm. and, and it breeds um, hatred. You know, and, and that's not what I want to put into the atmosphere. I'm a positive dude. I wake up every morning like this is another day to be great. I don't care what happened yesterday. I don't bring yesterday into today to, the, to affect my tomorrow. I do not do that. Every day is a reset. Boom. Positivity. Positive energy. I believe in the law of attraction. Whatever I believe, whatever I speak into existence is going to happen. So I want to make sure that my karma is straight. I want to make sure that everybody around me is eating and happy and they understand the goal is we're building together. I understand that, you know, you you big on uh, ind- independency and you big on uh, building your own platforms. Would you would you ever do a partnership with a label? They come to you. They come to you. They already, they already came. <laughs> they, so the only way that I would partner with another label is if they come correct. You can't come to me and, um, you know, the music industry, you know, ends up being a pimp hole type industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People don't really, they don't want to see it that way, but these artists... And I'm only asking you these questions because you got some some artists that, you know, they still trying to find their way, bro. So they'll hear you and say, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? That, that'd be... I, I, yeah, as far as dealing with a, a, a major are dealing with someone to partner, I can partner, but I'm not going to let them try to use, misuse me. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. use me for what, you know, for what I allow, but I won't allow you to misuse me. Ain't going to be no 360 deals coming from Prince. Ain't going to be no. no. <laughs> you, I, I, got, I got too much money to be sitting here trying to, I don't need your money. I can do that myself. <laughs> no. I don't need it. I don't need it. I need my publishing. I need all this. I don't, I don't need it. At all, yo, yo, who would you love to collaborate? Like, like, give me, give me some names. Throw some names out there that you would love to, to collaborate. And, and, and they could be on. They could be some artists from the town. They could be like, who would you love to to, to jump on a record with or get on a on a uh, on a preach album? Man, I'm gonna tell you, this dude is killing the streets right now. Like he he is. I ain't gonna lie. Like put me on, baby. But- for the young, nah, you know him because everybody knows. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I would love to work with Lil Baby. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I really, I really fuck with Lil Baby. Um, he's he's killing the game. Um, I love all my Bay Area people, man. I love them. Like, I have access to to all my Bay Area people. You know what I mean? So, um, we working on things right now. We are working on a compilation right now with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, we all love Earl. We love Uncle uh, Uncle Earl. He forty. You feel me? So, um, Lil Baby, if I had, like, one person to work with, it would be Lil Baby or the big dog, Drake. Dope, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and shout out to Lil Baby, because not only is he doing music fire, but then now, re- even recently, he's, you know, he behind the scenes. He, you know, just was at the White House. He's doing all this, you know, protesting and political. Like, so he's he's a dope influence for the for, for the youth, bro. That's what I'm all about. Like, yeah, we can, we, we it, it's a time to turn up and then it's a time to, you know what I'm saying, straighten up and and and, and be a, a influence to somebody that's looking at us. You feel me? We got, we got an artist from, from out my way. So mm-hmm. we have, um, from my city from Fairfield, California. His name is Sage the Gemini. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know, but yeah. Homie, Sage the Gemini really showed me, when I paid attention to how he was moving, he showed me we can collaborate with anybody. He has a song with Nick Jonas. He got he got songs with uh, Flo Rida. He, he just, he can go in any avenue. So Sage, even though Sage is, is a little younger than me, um, he, I really respect what he was doing. So salute to Sage Gemini, and uh, we got the Federation. Federation oh, back in the day opened up the doors for us to where we was like, <laughs> he said, Northern California, I don't care where you stay. I'm from Fairfield, California. When he said that, I said, oh, no, 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 no. We got it. We yeah. And then we watch it stump the yard. We at the movie. I hear go or go home. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can take it. We can take it. So seeing those don't little things, yeah. People don't that 
inspired me. That made me say, okay, they are doing it. I can do it too. When Sage came out, I was in a joint. And uh, I talked to Sage when I came home. And uh, I was, I'm really inspired by what they were able to accomplish. And I'm just trying to take what they've already done and create my blueprint off of that and take it even further. Are the because I'm from the Midwest, right? So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I still got to do my homework, right? Mm-hmm. Are the mechanics from out there? The mechanics, yeah, the producers, yeah, yeah, the mechanics. Them boys hey, so yo, hard. Yo. Them boys so hard, bro. Hey, it's another one. Uh, uh, Reese Beats. Okay. Hey, hey, get up on Reese Beats. Reese <laughs> Beats. I've been doing Reese since we was since we was we was kids because we all went to the same church together. Me, Reese, greedy boyfriend, all of us. So get up on Reese Beats. He is. I'm talking about. He was just doing some stuff with uh with Hitmaker and everybody. Like he killing the game right now. Okay. Killing the game. Yo, we just, we just, you know, uh, COVID, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is, but we, we, it looked like we slowly but surely opening back up. I just seen, uh, Madison Square Guard was packed to capacity. We opening back up, uh, any places you plan on hitting, touching stages, any, or are, are you going on tour? Like what's, what's, what's yeah, going I, on? Like, can we see you at a city near us? We going on a little promo tour. We hitting all major cities. Um, we haven't got the dates yet, but we are definitely going on a promo tour. We're definitely hitting their stages, performing more. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta, I'm in Atlanta right now. Atlanta ain't never shut down. <laughs> I've been open this whole time. Everywhere <laughs> you go, it's always people there. It's uh, you ain't got to. They're, no like they're like y'all was going through something. What was? <laughs> what? what? Like Atlanta has been over the whole time, but as far as performing back home and doing shows everywhere else. It's been on lockdown, so now when things start opening back up, how, like, how, how, how long you been in Atlanta? How, how long you been down in Atlanta? You been down there for a minute? Uh, like a year. So, so is you is you finding love down there? Like, is they embracing you as well? Like, you know, sometimes it'd be hard to go somewhere and and then they be like, "Yo, okay, he 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 coming in our house. He ain't even wipe his he ain't even wipe his feet." Like, you know what I'm saying? Atlanta, I'm gonna tell you this about Atlanta. Atlanta is one of the most like influential, one of the most like they embrace you like, bro, let's get it. Like let's get it. Let's I'm get talking it. about I came out here, made so much money, I ain't never go back home. That's what it was like. I love it out here. This is my second yeah. home. I'm talking okay. we Batey aliens, man. I'm talking Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Batey aliens. Like my brother Cali Hustle, he told me to come down here and uh I came down here and he was like, bro, look what it is. They love us. Like, we got a lot of love out here. And uh, I just, I seen it. He showed me who to talk to. And there was no hate, just straight love and just like support. And it was like, wow, I ain't never felt this before. Like, nothing like this. So, I, I mean, I ended up just staying out here, man. It's, uh, it's a lot of love in Atlanta, man. Shout out to the A. Preach ain't rapping. What will Preach be doing? I'm a businessman. That's what I do. Like, I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler's hustler. Like, I sell uh, salt to a snail and water to a whale, man. I'm talking about, I talk a cat off a fish rack. I'm talking about that's what I do. I am a hustler. So even whether I'm whether I'm doing music or whatever I'm doing, I'm going to make sure that I'm doing it to the, to the, to the best of my abilities, to, a, to a, the highest level it can possibly be done. They uh rap caviar just came out with a uh uh hip hop Mount Rushmore, right? It had Drake on there, you know, salute, it had uh Kendrick, Cole, and then they recently added uh uh Nikki. Who's Oakland's Mount Rushmore? Okay, so if you want to talk about the Bay Area or or Bay, just just that whole, you know, just okay, your, so just Bay your Area side. Rushmore is easy. It's not even as hard as people with them. So you will say E40, Mac Dre, Too Short. Mm-hmm. Damn, there's one more person that has to go on there. And I'm like, that can be a toss-up. Because there are so many legends mm-hmm. that we can say. Because we can even say Tupac can be on there. You if, feel if me? You wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Tupac was in the bed with, with everybody. Yeah. Like, it's, 
on that fourth one, that would be the hardest, the hardest one that I can possibly come up with. But those, the, those main three, though, mm-hmm. those main three would mm-hmm. guaranteed be on there, and the fourth would be a toss up. Mm, okay, all right, I'm gonna come back to you on that one. Don't worry about yeah. it. If, if, if preach can change anything in his life, right? Woody, or 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 did like let's let's say did that prepare you for this? If you could change anything in your life, what would it be? So my thought process on all this is that I am who I am because I've been through what I've been through. I would not be who I am if I didn't go through what I've been through. So I don't want to change my past, no matter how hurtful, how much pain, all the stuff that I've been through, betrayal, all that stuff. I would not change it because if I change that, then that would take away that piece of me that created who I am today. So I'll go. I'll be homeless again. I'll, I'll, I'll go through all that. I'll go through jails. I'll go through all that again to get those life lessons because God made me go through all those trials and tribulations and I'm still going through trials and tribulations. Everything's not perfect in the world, mm-hmm. but I have, I had to go through those mm-hmm. in order to be who I am today in order to help somebody else get out of that same thing. Amen, bro. Amen, bro. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm to preach you right there. <laughs> you feel me? I, let me open up the Psalms. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You feel me? Hey, man, and, and, and salute, bro, because, you know, we we of that age where we relate to the old heads and we relate to the new. So it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? We in that middle, right? So we got those that's coming up that they want to hear a word. They want to, you know what I'm saying? And the word ain't got to be, oh, if you don't do this, you sometimes the word is just words of encouragement. You feel me? So, so we need all that. We need all that. All that is healthy, bro. Like for real. You uh, you watch sports? I watch sports. You you wasn't uh you wasn't rooting for uh, LA, was you? Mm-hmm. I I wasn't rooting for LA. I was not. My brother, <laughs> okay. hated that. My brother, hey, listen, my brother is a sports fanatic, right? And he's an LA <laughs> fan. Okay, so I'm I st- I stuck to the Bay Area teams from. Okay. from- Birth night. I didn't just jump on the. You water. didn't bandwagon, okay? <laughs> I was born a 49er. I was born a, a, a Giants. I was born a a, a Warrior. I was. Yeah. This is what I I started out with. My brother, I, my he likes Green Bay. Like where the hell did you? When did you start like in Green Bay? Like he's like Green Bay Packers. But uh, he's a Laker fan, and I was not going for the Lakers at all. Like uh, shout out to LeBron and the Lakers and stuff, but. Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't going. I didn't think that was gonna happen to him like that, though. Yeah, I ain't surprised. I didn't think that was gonna happen to him like that. But then I ain't surprised. Like you can't. I mean, you can't carry it all the time. And then at the end of the day, bro, he not Jordan, bro. Like, like he not Jordan. Like you know what I'm saying? That's discussion. Woo! That's a, you feel what that's I'm saying? Discussion. Uh, King Tut, bro. Like, uh. Let him know, bro. Like King Tut, like how y'all, how, how that? Come on, bro. How that? How that? How that happened? Come on, man. Yeah, talk to me. That, okay, so look, King Tut was wrote while I was in the joint, right? So, let him know was when I came home and I was seeing what was going on. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, why you in there? Like, we didn't even know what what DMs was. We thought DMs stand for Dirty Memphis, cause uh, yo, God, it's just going down. It's Yo. We for Dirty Memphis. We didn't even know what it stand for or nothing. So I go home and this is a different world. So I'm I'm looking at, at at people and I'm like, nah, y'all ain't it. Y'all are not it. Like mm-hmm. all these dudes, everybody druggies, like they, 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 it wasn't it for me. So I wrote a song. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I was just saying how I felt and what I saw, and basically saying, like, if you don't know about me. Oh, you gonna know. I'm gonna let you know who I am. Mm-hmm. And then with the King Tut, I was I was um playing the piano and I heard these chords and I was just like, I don't know what I saw. I think I seen like a National Geographic book sitting to the side with King Tut on the front of it. And I was like, you know what, in my city, I'm King Tut around here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just I just spoke on it, man. I I wrote the record and um I just wanted people to know like one. 
I'm going to let you know who I am. And two, I need you to understand that I'm King Tut around here. So you're going to respect something. And and I, and I respect it, my G. Like I, I respect it to the utmost, bro. And and, 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 and why we on why we on uh hell of a records, bro. First of all, I just want to say the treatment, the video treatment to uh before I made it. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like like you at the piano, the all white. You got homegirl in the back, ba- balleting and doing her <laughs> thing. Like 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 who who directed that? And again, like is that? So, so that's your vision. Like, t- talk to me about that. Talk to me about that record and, and even the video process. So that record, when I wrote that record, I was in a joint again, and I was just going through some things. You know what I mean? As we all do, we go through things, and um, a lot of people don't know how to express what they're going through. Mm-hmm. So I sat there and at the piano, and I just really wanted people to hear me and know my story, and and um, so I, I just put the chords down and and I just played it out, and I I, I wrote the song. When I came home, I had the video in my head. All right, I said I didn't want the average video, mm-hmm. and I was willing to spend whatever. I didn't come home to no money. I had to hustle my money, work my regular job, save my money because I believed in what I was doing. So I was just like, okay, man, I'm a, I'm gonna put this together. I um, I tapped into one of my my good friends, Nicole. Uh, shout out to Nicole at Empire. Um, I tapped into her, and she tapped into. I told her my vision. And she tapped into uh, a friend of her named Jay Nice, who directed uh, before I made it. And then uh, she brought in a, ca- uh, a cameraman that goes by the name of Dana Rice. Dana okay. Rice is a monster with that camera. I'm talking, okay. man, if anybody who's anybody who's got a video from Dana Rice, check him out. I'm telling you. Um, but uh, Dana Rice came with the camera and I just had an idea. So we did auditions for the ballet, uh, for the ballerinas. Um, and as far as the violinists, Crazy thing is, I'm driving in LA, and uh, it's the day before the video shoot, and I see a, a violinist playing on the street. Just he's yeah. just mad at it. He just, I was yeah. like, damn, that sounds good as because you 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 don't know how much. Like you didn't have a lot going on in that video, but it was a lot going on in that video. You follow right. what I'm saying? Okay, so I, I learned a thing, a method. It's called keep it simple, stupid. So I just sometimes you don't have to do so much to get your vision and your point across, like. Just the little subtle things can be so loud instead of you having to scream it out. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that whole situation, I got talked about. It was like, oh, why you didn't get a bad black ballerina? Well, I, I auditioned one. I auditioned yeah. like three, and yeah. it, that I picked the best one. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it was. The best yeah. one is, is, is what won, but um, I, I had it on World Star. So I'm gonna tell you, like I when I put that out, I had probably like maybe fifteen hundred followers on IG. Okay. Like I didn't have nobody, like you know what I mean. I just had like people that I knew, went to school with. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I put the video on World Star, and lo and behold, this thing just take fire. Blue like, legs. It was like, oh bam, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. Man, we had a million views on. Wait a minute, hold on, wait. We are on the front page of, of, of World Star. You know what I mean? We end up getting like 1.7 million views on that on that, that video. And at that point, I knew that the money that I spent, that I saved, I worked every day and saved whatever I can save to put it towards that video. And when people was telling me that, why you want to spend that much money on the video? You don't have to spend that. Man, I'm spending the bag on this video and I'm not going to do no half-stepping because I believe in what I'm doing. And I and I put it together. But all those views, then all the follows every day, like pages yeah. of followers. Follow. I'm like, where are these people coming from? Notifications blowing up. Notification. Back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> and people hit me and telling me how much that song like really did something for their lives. Yeah. Because I was honest. People don't understand if you're just honest with yourself. There's people that's going through what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And some people don't want to be completely honest. And they try to put that fake stuff in there. And that's why people don't be feeling them. I came raw and uncut about exactly how I felt and exactly what I was going through. And it worked. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. I, I got deals off of that. Like people was hitting me, like really checking for me, off of me doing before I made it. Wow. Yeah. That and and, and that and again, more testament, more testimony. Like you feel me? Like 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 for real, for real, bro. 
I got I got one more question, bro. Like, cause and and I probably can't because I want to be able to monetize this, so I ain't gonna be able to. Is 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 preach a coochie fiend? I'm a I, hey, I'm a pussy <laughs> fiend. I'm a pussy fiend, and you know it. Hey, listen, I don't know if you heard that joint. That joint came. I'm thinking about my. I'm like. Damn, this uh, uh Pluto, shout out to Pluto again. Send yeah. me a beat. I was like, oh Pluto doesn't he sent me a beat that has so much, I want to say just so much just ism in it, like just some player stuff. And, and you did the and I like how you did the live, you know, you called it the core the quarantine ballot, you know what I'm saying? You did yeah. the live sat in front of the, you know what I'm saying? Sitting right in front of the piano, just played it and, and you knew what to do. Yeah. <laughs> you knew what the <laughs> Yeah, I was in Wyoming on a ranch doing that. <laughs> mm. Wyoming on a ranch, but I was trying to make big plays in the oil industry. Okay. <laughs> I was doing that. But um, yeah, I got the beat. I looked at the map and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do every state in the United States. Yeah. And I'm in Puerto Rico and Hawaii at the same time. I'm gonna name everybody because when I go to that state. But that, but that, but that. Not only is that that dope writing, that smart marketing as well. You follow what I'm saying? Everybody wants to hear they say. Mm. <laughs> I started off in Cali. I ended in New York. I mm. got a shot out in there, and I didn't have some bad. I didn't been through all fifty states twice, damn there already. Okay. Right? So every state I've been through, not only have I got a bag there. But they got some fine ass women. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> so, so I had to write it. And, 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 and to be honest with you, who buys most of them? Who, like, the number one consumer in, in the U.S. is who? Women. So, <laughs> it's, women. it's women. People miss people miss the ladies. But now that I ain't gonna lie, the ladies is becoming more tougher than the guys. Yeah. So yeah. they in there like really going hard to them. Like, <laughs> they hitting all the shoot them up bang bang records. Like, damn. That's true, bro. Uh, pre-700, pre what's next for you, baby? What can we expect, man? What can we look forward to, man? Man, listen. It might, as cliche as it sounds, man, the sky and beyond is the limit, man. I mean, mm -hmm. we just going way beyond that, man. Mm -hmm. We got so many things lined up. We got the EP coming. We got a basketball tournament we're going to do for uh, $4,000 cash prize, a three-on-three -three mm -hmm. tournament out here in Atlanta. Um, there's so many things. Like, my manager, like, my brother. Uh, most and, 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 and real quick, I want to shout out to your manager, man, because a lot of times behind the scenes, bro, it would be hard to communicate with people, but... He's a genius, bro. I give him, like, like you know what I'm saying? So, salute to him, man, and make sure that, that, that you tell him, man, salute to him, bro, because, like, that's important. Like, a lot of people don't understand that communication is the key. Like, whether you can do it or not, whether it's, like, communication is the key, and I appreciate him for communicating. I've been knowing him since we was 10 years old. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he has the ideas like, mm -hmm. like, where? Oh, yeah. Had it. I think, oh, look at this. Look yeah. at this. We got, we got our own lighters. Mmm, fire. Send me one on. of them. Hard. The code's got all the music on it. Not mm -hmm. only that, we got, we got our own pins, 700 global pins. That that are uh, stylus where you can use on your phone, your tablet, anything. You press yeah. it, they light up. Like all these ideas that I have or he has, we bring it to 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 the world. Mm -hmm. And and he and, and anything I say is, is sometimes it might sound far fetched. Sometimes he says so that's far fetched, but mm -hmm. he'll find a way to make sure that it happens. So Absolutely. I, I definitely appreciate him. Definitely appreciate him. Definitely appreciate Michelle. Michelle 700. She's, I'm talking about with anything like with the paperwork, with talking to people, with making stuff happen. She's a team player. She's always, everywhere she travels, she's making sure everybody knows who Preach 700 is. And that's what happens when you have a team that's mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. The team makes the dream work. That's what they say teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, that's absolutely. absolutely true. You cannot do it all by yourself. Absolutely, bro. Well, preach, man. While we appreciate, man, I appreciate you, bro. Like again, I can't say it enough for sitting down and, and chopping it up with me and taking taking your Saturday out, man. It's the summertime. You could be somewhere getting some more bread, adding to the M's. But yeah. you, you know, what I'm saying you 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 rocking with me, and uh, I appreciate it, G's.
I appreciate you, bro. This is a blessing even talking to you, bro. Real for real. I appreciate it. 100. Where can, 700. Where can they find you? Right. Definitely <laughs> uh, 700. Okay, so you can find me on IG at The Real Preach. That is at The Real Preach. Find me on IG. On uh, My YouTube is Preach707. Uh, type that in and all the videos pop up, everything pop up. Uh, man, yeah, hit me. Any collaborations, anything, man, tap into Mo700 Global. That's, uh, what is it? It's Mo, yeah, Mo, Mo700. Uh, tap into him, tap into me, tap into Michelle 700. Um, we all here, man. 700 family, man. 700. Again, preach. appreciate you for tapping in, bro. Appreciate you. It's all good, brother. It's a blessing.